1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with Christos Riziotis, who is the Associate Researcher of the National Hellenic Research Foundation. Good morning and welcome, Christos.
0: Good morning. It's nice being here.
1: (laughs) Today we talk a lot about the upcoming European Researcher's Night, which, as we have uh, said earlier, today is on September 6th and will also take place in several uh, cities in Greece. And uh, essentially, among many things, this is also a forum that allows um, younger kids to um, be interested in science. And I was wondering, when did you know, um, personally, when you wanted to do uh, in your professional life with science?
0: Well, it was uh, about the first um, classes of, at least the the, uh, secondary education, (coughs) I wanted to be a physicist, uh, because it was the... I think the most difficult uh, uh, part of the of the of the lessons Uh, I had many questions and I wanted to solve them so I always wanted to be a physicist and solve those questions by myself.
1: Mm -hmm. And um, you know when I might be exaggerating a little bit, but when I think of a researcher, you know, the, the picture of a mad scientist comes to me. You are wearing a white robe, you are wearing big, uh, gla- like uh, science glasses, and you are just doing some uh, f- formulas and such. What is the what is really the life of a researcher like?
0: No, I think last years we have been involved, and they have uh, we are now normal people. And uh, okay. no, uh, the um, uh, the life of a researcher is uh, actually. Um, more or less, uh, usually work. Mm-hmm. We just uh, doing uh, research, uh, communicating with people, participating in uh, many conferences. So you are not isolated in a room, but uh, you are actually interacting uh, quite a lot with many people in very many countries. And uh, it's, that perspective is very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, can you share with us some of the exciting projects that uh, you're working on currently?
0: Yes, um, I'm working actually in the Photonics for Non-Applications Laboratory, which is uh, focused on applications of optical fibers, photonics, and lasers towards uh, different applications. Um, Maybe the most uh, easy thing to share with you is our work on uh, optical fiber sensors for uh, uh, various applications. we have, uh, the last years, uh, working on uh, low-cost uh, optical fibers, the plastic optical fibers, for um, uh, applications from a uh, defense area uh, to uh, factories and also to biomedical and chemical uh, applications. So these uh, optical fibers, sen- optical fiber-based sensors, can have applications for, uh, let's say, monitoring the structural integrity of uh, guided missiles in the uh, so-called uh, solid rocket motors, where the heart of uh, guided missiles. So we, th- it was the first time we managed to incorporate uh, optical fibers the actual um, solid rocket propellant of those guided missiles that was a um, close collaboration with uh, major companies uh, worldwide with uh, let's say MBDA which is the uh, manufacturer of and Patriot missiles and that was a quite uh, good um, collaboration uh, demonstrating uh, novel results other applications was the monitoring of uh, industrial machines in uh, large-scale factories for monitoring uh, uh, stress, displacement, uh, and other machines. Also, we managed to uh, fabricate uh, sensors for uh, monitoring uh, chemical, uh, uh, at the chemical regime Uh, different processes, like uh, uh, monitoring uh, the aging and quality of lubricants Mm -hmm. in uh, large-scale machines. And also we have um, some uh, results on the uh, fabrication of uh, fiber optic sensors for monitoring um, chemical substances, toxic substances like uh, toluene or benzene. And uh, also uh, different uh, biomolecules like lysozyme uh, where we can find the applications in food industry or a chemical industry.
1: Mm-hmm. So can you give me an example for uh, th- those um, in the food industry for example yes. are you trying to find toxic uh, substances or how does that work?
0: The platform is quite uh, customizable because we are working on a, a fabric platform mm-hmm. we are uh, customizing our sensors with uh, special tools like uh, lasers for laser micromachining and um, uh, making uh, customizable sensitivity of those sensors, like making grooves and uh, special features on the fibers. And also we're using special uh, nanotechnology products, uh, nanostructured materials that can be uh, adaptive properties to special measurements. So we can even possibly to measure uh, special toxins or bacteria, uh, or uh, let's say food conservatives like lysine. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, are these uh, are the measurements in real time, or do they have to go to some lab work? How does the process work?
0: Uh, we have uh, already demonstrations that uh, these measurements can be on real time. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, due to the low cost of uh, those. Uh, uh, fiber-optic sensors, they can uh, be adapted on uh, wireless sensor networks. Mm-hmm. And that gives an uh, added value to those sensors because wireless, uh, optical, uh, wireless, optical, uh, wireless sensor networks are a very modern area of engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, since our world is now uh, quite mobile and everything is moving, we need to monitor everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, cars, uh, airplanes, uh, people... And um, that uh, gives us the opportunity to incorporate those uh, sensitive sensors on uh, very small uh, wireless uh, nodes that can be wearable Mm -hmm. and uh, transmit the information of the sensing uh, live. Mm -hmm. For example, there are applications where there are people that uh, we can uh, monitor the levels of insulin and or other bio, uh, uh, biological parameters. And uh, by uh, communicating wirelessly mm-hmm. uh, with the hospital or the doctor, they can adapt the doses of uh, drugs.
1: Mm-hmm. In the project that you're working on, um, is there a team that, of researchers or is it typically one researcher focused on uh, one type of research?
0: Well, usually there is a team. Mm-hmm. In the lab, there were two permanent researchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we employ also some uh, postdocs or uh, students PhD students. Mm-hmm. Uh, our lab is uh, quite small mm-hmm. uh, for uh, international standards; is mostly three to four people. But I believe we are quite effective and uh, mm-hmm. we can work.
1: Mm-hmm. How does it work with um, collaborating with scientists and other researchers beyond the borders of Greece? Are there similar researches done? broad do you guys collaborate with other scientists how does that work
0: yes in fact this part is quite interesting because we have the chance to collaborate with uh, many different uh, disciplines mm-hmm. for example uh, one special case is the um, defense the european defense agency project where we had the chance to collaborate with um, a company uh, which is uh, specialized in uh, manufacturing of uh, solid rocket motors. So we had to collaborate with mechanical engineers, with rocket engineers, with uh, special uh, explosive uh, chemical explosive engineers, mm-hmm. and there is a quite interdisciplinary um, project. Actually, even if it's a very specific project, the more specific it is, actually it's it gets quite broad in terms of uh, collaborating researchers. Mm-hmm. So we have a chance to collaborate and with, deal with with many others. different people from many mm-hmm. disciplines.
1: What advice would you give to youngsters who want to pursue science and research as a career?
0: Yes. Um, I believe it's quite uh, difficult, uh, a difficult route to life to go to, to, to research. Um, so they should... Uh, Definitely make sure that they do like it and uh, drive their instinct and their their, uh, likes, what -hmm. what they want to do. And um, their curiosity, I think they will drive them. Mm
1: -hmm. Curiosity, yes. That's the driver of many things. Yes. Um, Any closing comments on um, the upcoming European researchers'
0: night? Yeah, I think it's uh, quite um, uh, an event with uh, which could have uh, a lot of um impact, uh, in order to uh, give a chance and c- communicate uh, researchers' results and researchers' life and uh, researchers um, uh, with uh, the the other audience with uh, students, uh, parents. Uh, <coughs> Uh, people around, uh, so to give a chance to for people to uh, get to know what is going on in a research lab. And uh, that, uh, I think, will exp- inspire uh, quite a lot of people and students mm-hmm. to drive or not, uh, to, to go or not to, to research. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure there's going to be quite a lot of interesting things uh, at the event. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to see there the National Hellenic Research Foundation. I want to thank you, Christos, uh, for your time. Thank you very much. That was Christos Riziotis, Associate (laughs) Researcher of the National Hellenic Research Foundation. Thank you again. Thank you. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.